Beyond the Mic with Sean Dillon. We're joined on the start line by singer, songwriter, drummer, and Liverpool soccer club fanatic. Drummer for Hootie and the Blowfish, releasing his memoir, Swimming with the Blowfish. Welcome, Jim Sonnefeld. I should get a business card with all of those things you just listed on a business card. That'd be pretty fun. <laughs> Sony, let's go beyond the mic. You experimented with drugs since you were 14. The rock and roll lifestyle came easy for you. How did quitting your first band, Bachelors of Art, change the way that you looked at music? I It gave me a great taste, and that was my first taste of, of interacting with others and, and saying, here's how you write up a song, here's how you come up with parts, here's how you communicate. That was a great lesson and a great time. I look back uh, with such joy uh, on that first band. It set me on a path where even though I knew I wanted to finish uh, the University of South Carolina and get a degree and finish my fourth year of soccer there, I knew I was heading towards music once I had the chance. And and Bachelors of Art, my first band, are the ones who planted that seed. You've had the highs of highs, winning music awards, national tours, but the lows, they were low. Jim, how has your resiliency helped you from finding an even darker path? Well, I wish it was my uh, intellect or good looks that allowed me to <laughs> fight out of that uh big hole I had put myself in, but it was really the help of others and having you know, a little bit of faith uh, that there was a solution for me. I found myself addicted and at first unwilling to face it. And then when I finally became willing, I wasn't even sure where to turn, but I did ask somebody for help. And that was maybe the hardest thing. I was a 40 year old man who was successful and thought he could do it all on his own. So I needed to ask somebody for help. Your famous blonde locks are gone. Do you miss them? No, I don't at any time miss them because it's just, it's the guy that convinced me, nearly forced me to shave my head in 2008, Francis Dunnery. He said, this is part of your spiritual rebirth. And I was like, what are you talking about? I, I, you know, I, I quit drinking. I, that's my rebirth. I'm a better person. That's my rebirth. Don't touch my hair. He said, yeah, you're still suffering from the ego then. And he said, we're going to fix that. We're going to shave that thing off, and you're going to thank me. I, I was so scared, and I thank you, Francis. You were right. <laughs> it's time for the Rocky Nate. Jim, it's eight random questions. Answer with the first thing that comes to your mind. There is no pressure. Jim, do you still have your first drum set? Parts of it. One is a lamp. The tom-tom I made into a lamp. Uh, the bass drum, I'm still trying to figure out what to do with it. Those are my two original parts that I still have. Favorite game to play with your family? Soccer. Now, which is better? I'm going to put you to the test here. World Cup or the Champions League final? World Cup. Brings in the world. Even if your Reds are in it? World Cup, as long as USA's in it. <laughs> Who's one person that you haven't played or shared a stage with, but you'd like to? Oh, my Elton John. Favorite song to sing in the shower? Something, anything by Barry Manilow. What's the one possession you'd rescue if your house was on fire? Photo albums. No. Animals. <laughs> then photo albums. What was your favorite cartoon growing up? Oh, my. Oh, maybe... Beetle Bailey. If you could be God for one day... What would the first thing you do? Take a very deep breath. It's time for one big question. With Jim Sonnefeld, his memoir, Swimming with the Blowfish, now out. Quote, you can love it or you can hate. 
but don't ever try to deny it, unquote. How has music been the glue to your life? It's one of my earliest memories of getting a feeling that was simultaneously in my heart and in my head and my imagination. It was, it took me to different places. It made my fingers tap. It made something in me move that didn't have anything to do with chasing a ball or scoring a goal, which was the main ways that I knew at the time. What do you have to say to your fans? Oh my goodness. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for patiently awaiting new music. <laughs> Thank you for sometimes flawed performances. <laughs> We're all flawed in one way or another. So what do you want people to get out of your memoir? I'd like them to see that no matter what problem you find yourself in, there's an answer, there's a solution, there's somebody willing to help, there's a pathway, there are steps to recovery, there are answers. And I guess never think that it's so big that you can't begin to identify it. How has your melded family stood by you on this path? I mean, what do you have to say to them? Oof. Just thank you for trusting, trusting that I have some good intentions, and even with my flaws that sometimes get in the way, that my intentions are good. His favorite newspaper cartoon was Beetle Bailey with love sharing the stage with Elton John. His book is Swimming with the Blowfish. We thank Jim Sonnefeld for taking the time to talk with us today. Thank you so much. And that, my friends, is a Beyond the Mic shortcut. Mm-hmm.